Stream Anime Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. A little bit late, but we made it to Season 8. Hey, that rhymed. I'm JR, and joining me on the other side, finally, after sorting out all sort of camera stuff, is Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. Yes, the fancy monitor that I now have, which has a built-in camera, has a camera that's crap. <laughs> Yeah, we tried it in, in the beginning of the show. And now, actually, if if Neff looks a little bit uh, bigger than usual, it's because, uh, yeah, I had to resize him on my end. And, uh, yeah, the original camera that he tried out uh, made him look very blurry. So I think this is the best we could do for you tonight, sir. Yeah, and it also doesn't help that um, I had a background light pun intended <laughs> that helped fill in some of the darkness in in the cave here unfortunately uh, i had to put the old camera back on to use it uh -huh. meaning that the backlight is gone oh wow hello flax thank you for your resubscription appreciate it um we are here and as you can see on the screen here we've kind of updated our little scroll that debuted uh, during yesterday's ace attorney show and it includes everybody's favorite platform X. Mm. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to rile them up over there. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to try very hard right now. I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, everybody. Welcome to season eight uh, premiere of the podcast. It is September, uh, so it is a brand new season that we're starting. Thank you so much for staying with us all this way as we talk about some wonderful things as a heart bounces around the screen there. Uh, remember that if you are watching us on Twitch or on YouTube, uh, you can listen to this podcast at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio, which will take you to Spotify for podcasters. I think that's what it's called now. And if you're listening to the podcast, watch all of our shenanigans and Neff's technical difficulties by going to Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio, or at YouTube at Extreme Anime Radio. Those things should also be uh, scrolling down there as well. Well, a lot when of... You say, when, when you say technical difficulties, at least the electronic ones I can deal with. <laughs> it's the other technical difficulties that 
caused us to cut season seven a little bit short, at least on my end. Yeah. And are still affecting, you know, how I go through day to day life nowadays. Yeah. But uh, no, we had uh, we had some help in that regard. Uh, Mika Zelda and Liz, especially helping us out as co-hosts. I, re- I want to thank them again uh, publicly for helping us out. And uh, yes, uh, a lot has happened, Neff, since we did uh, that podcast from up in my northern territory, if you will. Not the northern territories. That's completely different. Uh, the, northern, the northern territory where I spend my two months of summer out of every year. Ah, uh, yes, your, your fortress of solitude. Yes. So speak. <laughs> but as a lot has happened um, that we could spend a lot of time about, but, you know, this podcast has once again been cut to about 45 minutes tonight, <laughs> which is an easy thing, I guess. Well, as I said, hopefully we'll iron out the bugs. You know, I'm, I, I do apologize, folks, because I had a fancy new monitor finally set up for me. And it looks like this monitor isn't quite all it was cracked up to be when they described it to me. Mm. Some of the features work as intended, others not so much. All right. Do you use it for games and stuff? Well, it's not really meant for that. Uh, It's more meant for having, you know, in this case, multiple displays. And in my case, being able to use the bottom screen as a touch screen and then the top screen, you know, just use the mouse and do what you need to do. Oh, nice. So you can have so you can have a couple things going at the same time. Uh, so it's not really meant for gaming, although I haven't tried it per se. Mm-hmm. It might make things a little easier for certain games, but I know for action games, it would definitely not be recommended. Right. I, I in my end, have been hooked up back on Flight Simulator ever since I got back here, and now I'm going to have to put the joysticks away because I'm going to be taking a real plane in just a few days. Ah, oh, yes, you have to get ready to fly into... Uh, <laughs> well, all I can tell you is at least your money will go farther. Yep. <laughs> I'll be enjoying uh, Scare Canada business class. Okay. Enjoying and Scare Canada. Those are two things that may or may not go together, depending <laughs> on you know how things break out for you. I'm sorry. Well, uh, we are close to October, so we can use that, I guess, and have no problems. Well, I was more referring to the fact that mm, you might be on time, you might be late, you might get a nice flight crew, you might get a flight crew that would rather, you know, be anywhere but on that plane with you. Or or I'll just do what I've been doing all day today and keep saving money on my car rental. And yes, Neff, in the last hour, I saved another 15 bucks. And as I said to you off air, uh, at this rate, you're going to end up uh, being paid to take the car you're renting. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, we'll have a uh, we'll have a nice little recap uh, in about two or three weeks, uh, you know, after the trip is wrapped up and whatnot. Really looking forward to spending. What is it? My fourth or fifth time up there? I've lost track. I think it's fourth. Now it might be fifth if we count the one where I went splat, and you you showed up anyway. <laughs> That one was sort of like a whoops. Yeah, <sighs> and I had the uh, had the apartment all to myself, which was which was interesting. I'm I'm sure it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can tell you that you know, after I got back from um, rehab, it was mm-hmm. like I'm walking back into a place that hasn't been cleaned, hasn't been looked after for four months, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh god, I'm coming home to a haunted house. Ugh. Wow. 
Well, uh, as I was saying, that uh, we had a lot happen in uh, in the time since we last did a show. Uh, Bob Barker passed away, ninety nine years old. Uh, one of the greatest game show hosts of all time. Yes, unfortunately, someone made the awful joke. He got so close to one hundred without going over. Oh, yeah, womp, I, I, I'm womp. sorry. Womp, womp. Yeah, th- th- that that was a joke that, yeah, I shouldn't have, but hey. Well, yeah, I can understand. No, uh, one of the things I didn't see much of Bob Barker do is truth or consequences. That was a little bit before my time, I, I will yeah. admit, although I do, I do uh, recall when The Price is Right was only half an hour. Oh, yeah. And it was usually paired up with the match game, which was the hot game show at the time. Hmm. Uh, with Gene Rayburn as the host, and in some cases there were crossovers. Yeah. But in this case, it was Bob Barker to the match game panel. Right. And initially, he played it very differently than as the years went on, and The Price is Right became the much more popular show. Mm-hmm. And he knew it. You know, he basically is like, okay, I'm I'm the top dog here, and I'm only here because, you know, I want to be. Otherwise, you know... Yeah. It's not like that football player who says, I'm only here because otherwise they'll find me. <laughs> when, uh, when I was looking on uh, my random Facebook post from time to time saying, uh, what sick kids did in the 80s and 90s or something to that regard, and we have several pictures. We have, um, we have a can of Campbell's soup. We have a bowl of noodles. We have the uh, soda crackers. And we have a picture of Bob Barker hosting the prices, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, he, he was basically the, if you were sick, it's like, okay, that's the first, that's probably the first thing you saw after you got up. Cause you'd normally, you know, yeah. try to get up around 10 or 11 and going, Oh, there's Bob Barker. Yeah. I'm alive still. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was nice to see that little tribute that they did with him on CBS a few uh, weeks ago showing, some of his, uh, you know, very fascinating clips, uh, uh, highlights, and some lowlights from his career hosting uh, the show. I missed that, and I don't know where I can watch that, but I'd really like to see that because mm. it's one of those things where it's like I re- I'll remember some of that stuff and go, oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. So um, what is it? Uh, it's on CBS.com. I don't know how you can get it in Canada. Uh, I don't know if you get Paramount Plus. I don't know if Paramount Plus is available for him. Uh, we could check. Well, Paramount Plus is available in Canada. Now, whether or not they'd have this particular broadcast in their mm. catalog in Canada, who knows? Because rights yeah. are such weird things up here. Um, I'll uh, I'll reminisce quickly. My favorite Bob Barker moment. Very interesting. And he, and he played along with it so well. Uh, you know the punch board game? Mm-hmm. So, uh, back then, you know, I had top prizes, 1,000, 5,000, and 10,000. This is like in the early 1990s, but it was just, Bob just a few years into sporting that um, gray hair of his. And a uh, contestant came up, he punched some holes, uh, and he pulled out $5,000. Now, ordinarily, somebody will probably stop at $5,000. But the guy says, I'm going for it. His name was Brian. I remember it now. And Bob, Bob was bewildered. It was like, you're going to go for this? Audience, what should he do? 
And everybody yells, stop! And Brian says something to the likes of, if you're scared, go buy a dog. I'm going for it. So he gave up the 5,000. And Bob was like, oh. And he pulls up the next card. Oh, Brian. He looks at the card, so he kind of, whenever he looks at, peeks at the card, he kind of, kind of builds up to what might happen. He goes, oh, Brian. Can we change the rules of the game? You know, he gave that up and he got $10,000. My favorite was always the hole in one game. Mm. Because Bob Barker was an avid golfer. Mm -hmm. And basically when he had a bad shot, and I'm sure they did not do retakes on this. Right. You could just see him just sort of sizzle. Right. Especially if the contestant did better than him. <laughs> he was like, wait a minute, from all the way back here, I got nowhere. And from all the way back here where you had to shoot because you couldn't get any any closer, you managed the hole in one. Wow. Uh, I, I think that I think that's where his iconic moments in Happy Gilmore sort of sprang from. I think that was I think he was willing to play along with that frustration. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is the one time I can finally, you know, let loose on a golf course. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Flax's favorite was Punchboard. One person got 10500 So back then, the top price was 10000 So I think it was a college student, if I remember the clip correctly. He got 500 in a second chance. Mm. So he, he punched out an extra slip and he got 10,000. So he got 10,500, which is a rare accomplishment back then. And then, of course, now the punch board goes up to 25,000. Well, yeah, inflation is a thing. I mean, I can remember when uh, the dice game mm-hmm. was only four was only four digits. Wow. And the first digit could only go as high as six. Mm. Yeah. Which, again, should tell you. <laughs> I'm quite old. <laughs> And back in the day, I think 25000 if you made more than that, you kind of, well, the price is right, you, you're one and done, but there were other game shows, you can come back as a returning champion, but once you went over 25000 in earnings, that was it. Yeah, uh, price right was always one and done, although they tweaked rules over the years because uh, when they were talking about the Showcase Showdown, for example, mm. used to be, and I'm trying to remember the exact wording of it, because if you less, than enough, yeah, less than a hundred, yeah, less than a hundred, and yeah, then it became two fifty or less. Yeah, so they had to tweak that stuff over the years, and then there are the game show, the games that they played that they were there for a while, and then they disappeared, like Professor because... Price. Woof. <laughs> now the one that stuck around that always kind of drove me crazy, and that's because of my roots, was the mountain climber. <laughs> Cliffhangers. Because Cliffhanger, yeah, Yo, because dee, all dee, I can dee, hear is, <laughs> oh, all I can hear is that rotten yodeling, and I just want to, you know, strangle whoever's doing it. <laughs> uh, I believe there were two instances, if I remember watching Prices Right over the years, uh, where I guess the sound broke, and everybody ha- in the audience had to yodel, and then there was another time where the contestant was a professional yodeler, so they let him yodel the guy all the way up. <laughs> Okay. Um, now, would I would I actually admit to being a professional yodeler, you know, on live television? Probably not. Yeah. But hey, <laughs> if that's your occupation, why not? Yeah. So, Bob Barker, a lot of memories. We're certainly gonna miss him, and uh, of course, who can forget? Uh, um, 
the happy Gomor moment uh, that he had. Ah, yes. And again, um, that's one of those moments where it's like, you know, it's fake, you know, it's staged, but you're like somebody punching out Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be one of the, the finest moments, I think, for Bob as well, though. Mm. Uh, a lot of memories uh, that we could talk about prices right and game shows all night long, but uh, uh, tough to move on the page in this regard, especially someone who uh, I'm sure many people have held in high esteem for so long just because of the fact that uh, he was a very humble guy. And, uh, um, you know, they call him the star of the prices right, but in reality, I think, you know, he made sure that the stars were the contestants themselves. Yeah, I mean, he he basically was the classic game show host, mm. and he kept that job until he retired from from it. Like his his demeanor never changed, his delivery never changed, and it just was like the Price is Right was literally just that anachronism because it always felt as if it was from that long ago. I mean, even the sets, you know, yeah. up until fairly recently before he retired they were still you know basically at best from the 80s maybe some of it the 90s some of the newer games but everything was just you know kept pretty much as it was yeah actually this year they're moving the prices right over to new studios in uh glendale is uh i guess uh, cbs divested television city i forget what the background is on that so so they're not going to shoot it at the Bob Barker studio anymore. Oh, nope. dear. Haven Studios in Glendale. Um, uh, a few miles away, uh, up and around the Hollywood sign, I think, in Glendale. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I got to see that. I gotta see what kind of tribute they're going to do to Bob Barker, considering the Bob Barker studio will cease to exist. So when you say cease to exist, they're going to... Knock it down? I think I think that's the plan. Ooh. Yeah. Ick. People can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the that's what's going on. Um anyway, uh Nev, um I wanted to move on and talk about uh, sports, particularly a banner weekend for New York and New York area football teams. And uh I think uh we'll start with the uh Giants. We we'll we'll, we'll hold off on the on the mess that you saw. A couple of nights ago let's talk about the giants real quick i heard a joke uh, the other day that uh uh the nfl tried to flex the second half of that game off of nbc well let me put it this way there was a single shot during that debacle of daniel jones the qb for the new york giants yeah he looked about as bewildered as I did when the medica- the pain medication I take hits a little too hard. It was just like, <laughs> you know, now I think at that point it was like 30 something. I think it was 30 to nothing at that point. It was just like mm-hmm. this bewildered shot. And it's like, and I'm sitting there going, okay, the game is over. There's nothing you can do. Why is the coach leaving his number one quarterback in mm-hmm. to get splattered repeatedly now by the Dallas defense, which played a very good game. I mean, they played the game. The Dallas offense sort of, you know, looked at what the defense was doing and going, yeah, you're doing enough. We don't have to do much. And they didn't. (laughs) Uh, A true football score in that one. And then 
And then we turn to the uh, the interesting contest that was the Jets and uh, the Bills. Uh, worked on two ends of the spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, you had Aaron Rodgers tearing his uh, Achilles on the fourth play of the game, knocking him out for the entire season. But the Jets come back and win anyway. Okay, now I will put this down to several things. Uh. Number one, the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, deciding for some insane reason, which I have not, you know, been made aware of, to, you know, throw balls out into space. And I mean, literally, there was nobody around except Jets players. I'm going, (laughs) why are you doing these 50-yard bombs Hmm. when the odds of them succeeding are the same odds as me doing ballet? (laughs) I.e. zero. Just no. Don't. And it's like, okay. And then the tying score to bring it to overtime. Okay. The Bills kicker, Tyler Bass. He doinks it and he doinks it in. And you can see the entirety of MetLife Stadium go, oh, bleepity bleep. Because (laughs) they know, or they think they know, that, you know, they have just had the football gods, you know, pee on their heads and call it rain. <laughs> and then overtime. Bills get the ball. Bills go three and out. Bills then kick the ball away. And then proceed to allow the <laughs> Jets to run right past them. And I mean, literally, I could have run past the Bills defense on special teams for that. It was like, it was disgusting. They were just, they were flying all over the place. Now, I will say this. There was a possibility of a tripping call. But they didn't call it. Okay, fine. Frankly, the way the Bills played that game, they didn't deserve to win anyway. But it's like, it was just not the Bills night. Yeah, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers night either. (laughs) As for Mr. Rogers, he went to New York to the New Jersey neighborhood and he never came out. <laughs> Except in a walking boot. <laughs> I showed him I showed Neff soon after the injury. Apparently a while back, uh somebody took a picture of Fred Rogers from Mr. Rogers' neighborhood as he's sitting down on um on the in the living room there. With his, uh, you know, foot crossed over, he's tying his uh, s- sneaker, and somebody put Aaron Rodgers' face on it, and I showed it to Neff, and he's like, yeah, that looks about right. And the best part was I'm going, yeah, I don't think you want to be, you know, like, showing him grabbing his ankle right about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. But, uh, no, um, Coach Salah is like, uh, yeah, I'll give him a headset if he wants one. Maybe he'll mentor Zach Wilson a little more. Um, right now, that's all he's good for. So <laughs> let's hope that, you know, Zach listens to him. Yeah. Because, like I said, Zach Wilson didn't win them that game. No, no. And although, the, although Mr. Salah says, oh, yeah, he's our quarterback, I can guarantee you they are turning over rocks right now in New Jersey, trying to find, you know, a suitable quarterback. <laughs> now, somebody sent me nightmare fuel with a picture of uh, a Mr. Brady mm. in a Jets uniform. That would be like, 
<laughs> because I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We finally got rid of this guy. And not only is he back, but he's back in the AFC East. Mm. Hey, man, how, how long do you think Brady's going to last in retirement this time? I honestly think he's done because yeah. you watched him last season and he was cooked. Yeah. You know, his, his arm was not doing what he wanted it to. His mind was there, but his body was like, nope, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Go, go, go bug somebody else. <laughs> but yes, uh, that is uh, the NFL. And uh, I was actually happy to watch a good chunk of Red Zone uh, when it aired on Sunday. So that's back. And now, um, for those of you who may know the history, there's now officially only one Red Zone. Funny you should mention about Red Zone. Oh. Because the rights holder in Canada, now, luckily, I get my Red Zone through another provider, but the other Canadian rights holder for Red Zone has locked it behind a second paywall. It used to be part of the cable TV subscription. Oh. But now the rights holder TSN has bumped it to what they call TSN Plus, okay. which has digital-only digital feeds of stuff, including Red Zone and the Manning cast. <laughs> so, I... The first Manning cast, this, would have been, this was the first Manning cast where the Bills were playing, and I couldn't see it. Mm. Because I didn't want to pay TSN another eight bucks a month to watch the Manning cast. Oh man, we can't we can't watch the Manning cast when I go up there because we're going uh, we're going to a game. No, 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 that's Saturday. What's Saturday? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's that's Now, if you want to watch the Manning cast, I'll toss eight bucks on the on the thing <laughs> and do it for the you know. But I will say this: the funny thing is, the other major sports provider decided spontaneously. Mm. to rename their digital platform. It used to be Sportsnet Now Premium. Guess what they called it? Sportsnet Now uh, Platinum? No, Sportsnet Plus. <laughs> now you have TSN Plus and Sportsnet Plus. Everything's a plus, yeah. Neff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, plus your wallet. Now, the only reason I subscribe to those guys is because they have the out-of-market NHL stuff. Ah. You know, hockey's coming, and even though they've watered down what you get, because you used to get, when the NHL did it, both mm. the home and away feeds. Now you get whatever feed Rogers decides to give you. Yeah. Which means that, for example, you end up with a feed you don't want to watch. Mm. Because in some cases, let's say Boston's playing, and they're playing someone. They might only give you the Boston feed. Right. No offense to anybody who likes the Boston feed, but if I have to hear Jack Edwards call another hockey game, I will literally stick an ice pick through my brain. <laughs> through my eyeball. Because he is that bad. Oh, you want to have a homer for your broadcast. But when it comes to that Boston broadcast, bleh. Uh. Meanwhile, Jay going, uh oh, he's ranting again. He's ranting again. Stop him. <laughs> your your, like, your camera's worry, boss, also the drugs will kick in soon. 
Your, your camera is also going stop me because of a little bit of breakup there too. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm only I'm only broadcasting on three. I've only I've only got three screens going. What's going on? <laughs> Let me check something here. Do 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 That might explain it. Maybe. Well, Didn't now that I have three subscribe? different screens going, um, there might be. Oh, thank you, Junji. Uh, th this might be one of those situations where I'm like, hmm, I might have to kill one of the screens. It might uh, solve the problem. Might not. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I can't. That's one thing with this dual screen setup I have right now that goes vertical. Both screens are active whether I want them both or not. It's basically a, a yes or no. So let me see. I'm just going to move over here for a second and grab a remote control for the third screen. Now, so, I'm not sure if the batteries in the remote are any good. So we're, so we were, we were contemplating that maybe the, um, the graphics card was sort of uh, uh, overtaxing things. Looks like the net. Well, it is a, a NVIDIA... 720 uh 2070 uh, uh seven no 2080 ti super hmm. so in theory it should be able to do this no problem in theory now right. the reality apparently is not so much but let me try one more thing because i think i can turn it off if i manually okay you might also nev have to I've disconnect killed, and killed... reconnect because there's a lot of lag right now Okay, so let me do that. I will join you in one second. I just have to figure out how to disconnect here. Uh, how do I disconnect? <laughs> Hang on, folks. It's, we'll not, be it's not giving me the option to disconnect. From Discord? We'll be right back as soon as I figure out what's going on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to stop. Okay, hold on. Turn off. Let me turn off the camera and see if that helps for a minute. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to turn it back on in a second. Because I can't stop watching. Oh, all right. So turn the stream back on. Turn the camera back on. And let's see if that helped any. Dun, 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 dun. And now you're, well, you're, you're way off the screen again. I have to. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, dear. And the camera <laughs> moved. That's why. <laughs> It's yeah. the head from Jackbox, folks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't I tell you I'm moonlighting as uh, Cookie Masterson? <laughs> hey, at least at least the lag is gone now. There we go. Let's see. Let's try that again. <laughs> oh dear. Let me try. Let me just stand up for one second here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I move back, it'll be okay. Let's see. I've moved back, and I'm not showing up on the screen, and I don't know why. Oh, there we are. Uh, no, I've gone back as far as I can. So let me try one thing. I'm going to put my camera off one second. Ah, <laughs> uh, the joys of having, you know, fancy, fancy new monitor. The built-in camera sucks. And the <laughs> camera that used to not suck. Whoops. <laughs> as I'm losing, you know, parts. Uh, let's try it again. All right, now. Okay, so now I've gone back as far as I can. 
Yeah, more or less, and... you're okay now. Yeah, there you go. I'll yeah, adjust there you we there. Go. Okay. Oh, that was fun. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, as I, as I said, you know, I didn't realize with a new toy comes new problems. I may have, I may have to... Now, there's one thing I could also try. Oh, no, 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 no. I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> okay, you think we're good? Okay. No, I was going to say, there's one other thing I could try, which is actually to change the angle, because right now I have the bottom screen angled at about 45. Okay. Right? So if I push the, the top screen down a little bit more, it would be more of an angle. Oh, there we go. Oof. Well, I guess it's better than nothing right now, folks. <laughs> That's why I wanted to check this before before we went on air. I guess we didn't check it enough. Ugh. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, something we'll be checking, if you will, in a little bit is uh, the Great Ace Attorney 2 Resolve, uh, which, alas, we did not finish last night. Th th that game seems to invariably want to drag on and on. And on. <laughs> it's kind of scary, actually. But I think we're going to try the Lucky Charm here tonight and uh, see what that does uh, with regards to, uh, you know, male strongheart uh, being full of himself and whatnot. I, I strongly suspect what we're going to see is um, a certain detective popping up again. With some ex exculpatory evidence. Mm-hmm. One old Herlock Sholmes, the uh, the game's version of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yes, and unlike Sherlock Holmes, uh, Herlock Sholmes seems to be a bit more full of himself. Yeah. <laughs> so going to be playing that in a little bit. Um, let's talk about some news from Japan, Neff. And, uh, well, this is actually kind of... Um, well, it may be a little difficult to talk about, but the fact that it's been covered in such places as Variety lately, I think warrants mentioning. And um, it also warrants mentioning because uh, we used to be an anime and J-pop radio station. And I think you know what I'm talking about. You know what? I'm not 100% sure, actually, what, what you're referring to. Okay. So, um, over the years on the station, we've played a lot of music sung by boy bands in Japan mm -hmm. under the umbrella of Johnny and Associates. Mm -hmm. Now, after um, the founder, Johnny Kitagawa, who's been involved with the company for decades, after he passed away, um, there were a lot of allegations that surfaced that... Um, Mr. Kitagawa sexually abused performers over a period of uh, uh, many years. Um, many people have come forward. Earlier this year, BBC did a documentary about it. And um, Johnny and Associates at first didn't want to do much about the matter. And then more people kept coming forward and coming forward. They finally decided to... Let's have an independent panel investigate all this. And the panel, um, I believe at the end of August, concluded that, uh, yes, Johnny Kitagawa did sexually abuse performers under his umbrella over a course of several decades. 
and they recommended compensation for the victims and that the president, who is Kitagawa's niece, resign. So I think about a week after that report came out or something like that, that's exactly what happened. And um, it looks like from the Variety report that I read, um, which came out either today or yesterday, um, Johnny and Associates is going to not collect fees from performances of its performers for about a year, I think. Oof. For the next year, all performance fees for advertisements and program appearances will be paid to the talent themselves. We will not receive compensation as an entertainment production company. Um, it's maybe one of the things that they're trying to do to try to, uh, you know, um, apologize and try to do better after the incident. And another thing is that, um, many of the news outlets in Japan and the public broadcaster kind of swept this under the rug a little bit for such a long time because Johnny Kitagawa had, um, uh, very close relationships with these outlets, and everybody feared that if you know if they reported something out of the ordinary about him, that he would just say, "Okay, my boy band is not appearing on your show anymore, not appearing your commercials anymore." So, um, mm. it's uh, it's uh, you know, pretty big deal. And um, I guess after BBC and a lot of foreign news outlets, in fact. One of the confessions from a former Johnny's performer came at the Forum Press Club of Japan, so that will garner some international coverage from there. But uh, quite a bit of a spin for uh, you know the the company in Japan that was uh, the face of uh, boy bands for so long, and then of course until recent years when the Korean wave uh, uh, comes on its way through. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm sure that the any monetary compensation is cold comfort, cold comfort to the victims. But uh, this sort of thing, especially when, you know, there are those that know and choose to say nothing. Mm. Those that know and choose to say nothing are, in my mind, just as guilty. Mm. No. I mean, not to compare the two because it's not, not anywhere near as severe, mm. hopefully. Um, but I don't know if you saw the news recently, uh, recently hired NHL coach M- Mike Babcock has been accused of forcing his players, uh, to display photographs from their phones that he would then airplay, uh, in the coach's room. Oh, that's not now, good. Yeah. This is also the same coach who several years ago was outed as being abusive to his players, uh, mm. while he was coaching the Maple Leafs and former players uh, from his other teams, Detroit and Anaheim also accused him of these same sorts of ideas. See, the problem is, again, it's the same problem. The sports industry hears these stories Mm. and buries them because they know that if they report them, then if they're not, you know, they get cut off from access, et cetera, right? right? So it's like, ugh. Now, again, the latest things are allegations and until somebody independently verifies them, especially because of the source of the allegations, I don't want to say anything. Right. But given his track record, Mr. Babcock may have a lot of explaining to do. I don't know. Right. Um, 
just reading more of the Johnny's article from Variety. Um, went on for several decades, may have affected more than 100 clients. Uh, evidence of his abuse was even presented in a 2003 defamation court hearing, but it took a further 20 years and a BBC documentary to bring the matter to public and corporate attention. Um, the... Um, the abuse findings uh, were made by uh, the independent panel put together by Johnny's and apparently an independent panel put together by the United Nations because it's, um, it's a violation of human rights. Wow. And um, apparently the, the press... Con- I didn't read this part. The press conference, the initial press conference, I guess from last week where they announced that they were making the changes uh, and the the niece of uh, Johnny was resigning as president. That press conference in Japan lasted four hours. That is yeah. astounding. I yeah. mean, what could you possibly say and what could the reporters possibly ask yeah. in four hours? Yeah, and wow. uh, some 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 companies are disassociating themselves from Johnny's talent. Um, lately, they include McDonald's in Japan, Nissan, and Kirin. Um, and mm. they told that uh, I believe uh, this week they they made that decision. And I'm sure other companies have pretty much followed suit as well. Yeah, I I can well imagine because. Um... These days, that brands do not want to be associated in any way, shape, or form with anything that toxic. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there's no other way. There's no other way to describe those those type of acts other than tox, toxic and the people that 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 do them as toxic. Right. Um, so I know it's a tough topic, but it is something you know us doing what we've done and playing these guys' music uh, for so long. I think this is something that we do have to bring up. Um, I kind of, uh, I understand what these companies are doing by disassociating themselves from Johnny's uh, talent. Um, I feel, um, for some of the talent who may not have been affected, uh, directly by, um, Kitagawa's actions that they're, you know, they'll have to find other, they're probably going to have to, you know, make other arrangements now for, um, you know, for work and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the agency situation is like in Japan, whether or not they can simply move and what their contracts would say. Right. Um, You know, that's the problem, too, because if they have contracts with Johnny's, they may not be able to simply just, you know, pack up and leave. Right. Although in this situation, I would suspect that Johnny's would be a little less likely to say, hey, no, you can't go because um, of the repercussions of doing such, you know, Mm -hmm. but now in, in the general public's eyes. Right. Would XAR follow suit if you were a radio station? That's a tough. That's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. See, the problem with these type of things, it's always art and artist, mm-hmm. because you know throughout the decades we've seen artists, mm-hmm. you know, who've done horrible things, and you have to make a decision. Okay, right. do we, you know, cut this off or do we say no? Let's, you know move on mm-hmm. and just disassociate from the artist as opposed to the art. Right. Um, 
We are getting close to the uh, top of the hour, and I know we want, we want a lot more we wanted to talk about here tonight. But um, I do want to point out, speaking of, um, you know, mentioning radio station, um, we are trying to think of some other ways to uh, bring everybody together besides these podcasts. Um, so worth also thinking this is not going to happen right away because I have the trip coming up and whatnot. But we might put the wheels in motion after I return and um, after Bree and I enjoy our, enjoy our time in Kanakistan um, about doing some more um, things for you guys, including some streams uh, that might be exclusive to Discord, um, some events uh, that might be exclusive to Discord, um, because now we have the capability to do that. We did a test, I think... Um, with this, I think before I went to Saratoga or in the beginning of Saratoga when I was up there, um, chaos, <laughs> no, not chaos. <laughs> um, me, um, Mika's husband is in the chat. Hello, chaos. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so, um, we will keep you uh, informed about all that um, as the weeks go on and we kind of, um, again, put these wheels into motion. Um, and uh, yes, you'll probably, uh, after tonight, you'll probably see us again at the end of the month or the beginning of October, you know, after things settle back down in this neck of the woods, at, at least. But uh, in any event, Neff, uh, anything else you'd like to say before we uh, kind of wrap things up for tonight? Well, um, I guess we'll leave it for next time, but I wanted to talk about a couple of new manga I picked up while I was, um, shall we say, unavailable. Oh, okay, yeah, we gotta, we can, we can do a few minutes, sure. What do you got? Okay, um, this one has one of those long titles. I cannot remember the entire title. I'll try. Okay, but uh, it it strikes me as very much now the infamous redo of Healer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that 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 is a strictly as far as I'm concerned, older teen slash eighteen plus title, but this is not that title. This is a title. It it goes like this: betrayed by my comrades and left to die in a dungeon, and yet I made level nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine friends, and I'm seeking revenge. That's the title. That's pretty much the title. Yeah, I'll, I can get you the exact title. You know, I don't have my iPad right in front of me, so I can't. Oh, yeah. man. It's, it's one of those long ones, you know. It's really long. But, yeah. you know, it, it's like, okay, a bunch of different races, including a human, a 12-year-old human, mind you, okay, are off adventuring. And the 12-year-old human is the one that they betray. And they leave him to die. In fact, this artist takes great pleasure in drawing um, the, ma- the ways by which this 12-year-old is going to be eradicated because apparently he is some, not the uh, be-all and end-all that the other races thought he was. Yeah. Okay? So, he manages to, to teleport himself into the deepest part of the dungeon where his power, which was basically on the surface trash, becomes this uber-powerful ability to summon 
beasts and other things who are insanely loyal to him. Mm. And it's like, okay. And one of the problems with this thing is that he apparently stays down there three years honing his skills, Mm. but he still looks like he's 12 years old because of one of the, one of the artifacts that he creates. Okay. And so seeing a Cherubic 12 year old with, you know, the glint of vengeance in his eyes is mildly disturbing. Hmm. I'll say that. Um, so far, he's gotten revenge on one of them. Uh-huh. Now, in this case, he didn't kill them. But he's, he's put it to them point blank and saying, you're staying alive to see what I do to everybody else. <laughs> A dexter mentality, and- I guess, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh boy, mm. when he finally gets to some of the more major of the characters who turned on him, th- this is going to get very ugly. Now, so far there are three volumes, and it's apparently a light novel series that this is the manga version of. It, part of me wants to buy the light novel, the other part's like, no, no, I don't need to hear or read, you know, more descriptive of, you know, Getting, you know, stabbed through the legs and just, <laughs> ugh, no. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. And then a couple of others, which we'll say for next time. Okay. But uh, needless to say, I spent some very interesting nights while I was in rehab <laughs> reading this stuff. Woof. Um, wants to know if we've watched. No, I have not watched a live action One Piece. No, I haven't yet either. Uh, I've been meaning to. But it's been like, okay, right. four or five hours of physio a day still. And then it's like, okay, I need to turn my brain off <laughs> because my body hurts. My brain hurts. Something's got to stop hurting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully it won't hurt. Uh, reading the closing commentary with the brand new X. <laughs> if you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you see on Extreme on your radio, Drop us a line at extrememinerradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. To do that, you go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Instagram account, our uh, Twitter, our slash X account, our uh, Twitch server, our YouTube channel, and archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. I, I, I'm i trying to throw Neff off and I just can't me doing this on purpose. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. You can try to throw me off, but I know it's X now. Although I will say this. Uh, I listen to Sirius XM radio uh-huh. and there are a number of hosts that either won't use X or keep forgetting to use X and they get called out by their co-hosts, which is absolutely hilarious. It's like, Okay, we know you don't like it, but you never know what Elon might do. He might just try to buy Sirius XM and get you fired. Some people are using the old Prince one and call it the the um, the X formerly known as Twitter. No, <laughs> yeah, it might actually work. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, this will end our first podcast of season eight. We'll be back in a few weeks' time after the invasion of. Kanukistan with a full report and more manga to talk about from Neff, I'm sure. But uh, we're going to get set here for those of us watching now. 
uh, to maybe or maybe not finish the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. We're just going to keep repeating it on the loop until we actually finish the darn thing. Mm. It, 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 it tends to drag, like most court cases do. <laughs> so until we see you again for NefMJR, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and remember... Keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario Twitch streams, and don't forget, once again, archive podcasts are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next time.